0: Welcome to Game Mechanics, the podcast where three guys sit in a dark room and discuss what went wrong with games, consoles, and the corporations behind them.
1: Yay! Okay, and welcome to episode two of The Game Mechanics, where there are actually three of us today.
0: Hooray! Um... And we're in a semi-lit room, it's not that dark. Yeah, it's not particularly dark. So basically, the every single episode, we're probably going to lie to you in the uh, <laughs> short <laughs> sequence. Um, so, today, we're going to be discussing Destiny on how to fix it. So this is going to be a fairly long episode, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. The, the first thing we should do is uh, introduce the three cast members. So, um, I'm Ed. I'm Sam. And I'm Dan.
1: Um, and I'll be... ...sort of hosting this episode, and today we'll be looking at the following topics of the game. We'll be looking at the story, the multiplayer, the overall difficulty of the game, the loot system, the balancing, and the DLC
0: cost-to-content ratio. And we're going to be nicknaming those the Six Pillars of Failure.
1: Yeah, because Destiny, unfortunately, was overhyped, misadvertised, and quite disappointing. Does anyone play it? Um, I'm pretty sure there's still quite a few people online. Unfortunately, they have not seen the light of a good game.
0: Several people keep asking me to play Trials of Osiris with them. I I played some Trials of Osiris the other day, and uh, it's still ridiculously easy to go 9 0, flawless, because. uh, People are not good. Yeah. People are not good on Destiny. I, I
2: never did that. I never actually. You never went. Never flawless. did a Charles. <laughs> oh my god! No.
0: Sam is one of those people who are not good on Destiny. Well, no, just <laughs> when I was doing it,
2: it first came out, and everyone, all the like, people who probably full on played it, were mm. still playing. Just filling, and, and filling the lobbies. Since, yeah, yeah,
0: since you weren't able to play on a Tuesday when everyone else was doing it, yeah, like exactly. by the time by the time that uh, we got a chance to actually play yeah, together, it was like of. no one already wanted to yeah. do it anymore. Okay, so. Starting off with the story content of the game. Oh, what story?
1: Yeah. It had a (laughs) a story? (laughs) Yeah, so to me personally, um, the story was extremely short, very vague. Um, It wasn't very linear because you could do missions before future missions. Like, you could do future missions before the current ones that you had, Mm. and then it would, like, you would have items and information from those missions. Without you doing it, yeah, um, which just you know made it even worse, um, and it just uh, the yeah it's just no it's just whatever Bungie yeah. did it didn't work it did it not really work really didn't
0: I think we we had a lot of um, uh, leaks and stuff after the game release when everyone was disappointed with the story when um, they were trying to suggest that. The reason Destiny's story was so lacklustre was because several people on the development team had like uh, left and, uh, over a disagreement, uh, including the main story writer, so they had to uh, cut most of the game and ended up using the scraps of what remained to make the lacklustre, crappy story that we ended up with. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I'd reckon, maybe a maximum of 30 missions, each lasting about 10 minutes um I to be honest that's that's uh very very charitable of me to you know to say that it's probably not even that long no. Well most missions you can do five minutes run
1: yeah you it's run to the long objective longer. put your ghost there protect it through a couple waves yeah. of enemies you're done and it's quite simply that they based it purely on story okay and rushed the story because it was you go to a location well, it, it was and it was, just get the information that you need for the next mission.
0: Yeah, they, much. they had they had a. I'm I'm pretty sure what what happened and what most people understand now as as the history of what genuinely happened was at Bungie there was a disagreement in how the game should should be made um, and the storyline that was previously put into place would would probably have been really good, and really interesting. Um, and we have the Grimoire cards on on Bungie.net, but um, they would have been better in the game yeah, the, the actual information is being a, a integrated whole, purely into the game topic. but all that information that we have in Grimoire Cards it has to be based on something so the story that we originally had must have had some reason for those Grimoire Cards to exist because at the moment they're just sort of like collectible pieces of shit that no one gives a crap about but if they were relating to things within the game like remember Skyrim and Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls 5 uh, in the loading screens, it came up with a little bit of lore in the bottom right corner as the game was loading. If if the grimoire cards were like that, but the content of the grimoire cards could actually relate to something within the game, like it did in Skyrim. Like, you're told about the, the was it Dra- Draugr? Yeah. Yeah. You're told about those characters and, and, and why they're there and what they're there for. That gives you some background knowledge about the characters before you encounter them within the game. But the grimoire cards on Bungie.net, 90% of the time, they're about things that you'll never encounter within the game yeah. at all. Well, I think with the Grimoire cards, it would it would have been an amazing system
1: if they had it as a collectible in the game. As yeah. in, you find a black card in the world hidden in the There's like the, deepest parts. The
0: calcified fragments. Yeah. In the Taken Much King, like that.
1: how the calcified fragments work in the Taken King. Yeah. But you imagine
0: 350 plus Collectibles hmm. for you to Stepped find across sca- the entire. Yeah, playable. and what if, what if they were throughout the story missions? So you could play through the story missions. So do you, uh, I'm sure you'll remember the Battlefield, um, the Battlefield games. They usually have hidden weapons within their campaign that you can then pick up and then use throughout future missions, and you get achievements for probably finding half of them and then finding all of them. And, and then Call of Duty ones. with intel packs and yeah, things exactly. like that. Um, And then Halo with the Terminals. So usually on your first playthrough of the games, you sort of don't bother with those and you just want to get the story down and you want to know what's happening. Um, And then you'll go back and then you'll play through them again to collect all the different collectibles. If Destiny had had that, had that interesting story that you genuinely want to play through, and then you go back and then you want to find these cards, these these cards that are hidden around the map, like, like the ghosts, like the Calcified Fragments, but actually cards that you could read that you could fill yourself in about some lore about the enemies that you're about to face in that mission and that if you've already played through it you know what those enemies are and you can read those grimoire cards and understand why they're there what their purpose is and what they're trying to trying to achieve and why you have to stop them but at the moment there's no reason to play through the same missions as we've played through before other than that they might be the daily heroic and you get some rewards for it they're bribing us to play the story because it's so shit. <laughs> well, okay, so let's move on
1: from like the collectibles and Grimwars and lore. Um, the characters in the story. Oh, God. Now, yeah. until <laughs> what? Until taking <laughs> yeah again. In, until taking King, no characters really had that much of a secure personality. Mm. Cade Six is now, to me, one of the most unique, interesting characters there, I because he's
0: witty, he's, yeah.
1: you know, you have a personal connection to him
0: through the Taken King yeah. Sam has campaign. no idea what we're talking about, he, he doesn't actually he's never played the Taken yeah, King. Yeah, no, I didn't want to get that. <laughs> yeah um, so, just to fill you in, Sam, uh, Cade 6 is the sort of narrator of all the Taken King missions okay. and uh, he sort of provides the quest for you, you're not permitted to go to this massive Taken ship that appears at, uh, in the Rings of Saturn Um, And Cade is like, well, I'm sure I could get you there and set up a beacon, whatever. Um, And you end up going behind the back of the Vanguard and helping Cade-6 to uh, infiltrate the Dreadnought. And then from then on, uh, he sort of takes the reins as the ghost for example he, he doesn't take the place of the ghost but he does for you what the ghost did for you in the original missions what eris morn so like eris morn did in dark below yeah, okay. and um Varys did in the House of Lords, yeah, and Petra, and, and Petra yeah, Venge. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so he he becomes that kind of character. Yeah. Now, do you remember how Varys sort of came in, told you what was happening, and then shut up again? Yeah, Cade actually mm-hmm. has some kind of jokes and witty humor going for him. Figure
2: with what's actually happening. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, we say with that with the previous characters, as you said before that there was really not much to them example just being the stranger of the original story oh, as yeah. you're saying
0: <laughs> oh no just one <laughs> of the most unique characters in the entire game so interesting how amazing could this character have been a character with no name we don't have any reason for her to be there and she disappears on the spot with no explanation yeah, and you never hear from them again and we see her at the end of the game but we have absolutely no reason
1: thing is one of her there. opening lines is avoiding telling a story as well what is it i don't even have time to explain why i don't have time to explain
0: no that is just (laughs) pure gold someone at destiny got a promotion for inventing that line that saved them hours upon hours of writing a story for. i mean (laughs) if that isn't half
2: proof for the idea that there was a disagreement and they had to cut loads of the story if that isn't just the like pure center of it I mean that's I, just... I think
0: the stranger surely the stranger has to be an integral character to the original yeah, story yeah. because she serves absolutely no purpose yeah. in this. It's sort of like you go on a mission, you find the the stranger, she gives you a bit of vague interjection and then disappears into thin air with no like explanation hmm. and then turns up at the end of the game to give you a weapon. Not even a good weapon. It's a a rare, and by this time you have finished the game (laughs) with legendaries,
1: probably a few exotics under your belt. It is insane how (laughs) Destiny almost laughed in your face. By saying, "Hey, you've come through our really shitty story. Yeah. Here's a character that you know nothing about, giving you the shittest weapon in the game." And, and how... at least it matches the story. <laughs>
0: right. How amazing was it when the first thing you did after, after you know that introduction mission, where the, your ghost brings you back to life and then takes you to the tower? The first thing, um, the you know the all star cast, the speaker, uh, who's voiced by someone whose <laughs> name I genuinely don't remember. Is it like Bill Knightley or something? I I, I don't remember, but um, he says, I could tell you of the great battle centuries ago. How the traveler was crippled. I could tell you of the power of the darkness, its ancient enemy. There are many tales told throughout the city to frighten children. Lately, those tales have stopped. Now, the children are frightened, anyway. What? Sorry, did you just tell me that you're not going to tell me what the fuck I'm doing here? He clearly
2: doesn't have time to explain why he doesn't have <laughs> time to
0: explain. It's, it's, it's a case of go out and fight the darkness.
1: Just because, cause, cause yeah. But the thing is, that's
0: what you bought the game both, to do. Both <laughs>
1: characters give the impression of they don't have time to explain, but the the problem is is just. There's no rush. In the dialogue where they do explain things, yeah. there is no urgency. There is no matter of you are yeah. the only one left. The fate of the universe well, is on your
0: shoulders. It's very difficult to feel like the hero. Yeah, you know, I mean, Halo, for example, y- when you're playing as Master Chief, you're feeling, you're like, holy fuck, I've got to complete this. Otherwise earth and the human race is at stake yeah it's like in, skyrim and yeah. stuff yeah. sky exactly Skyrim. because you're the only dragon ball you are the you are unique master chief 117 is one of the last remaining uh spartan twos and he is the only one with the the librarian's um like Gifts. genetic information yeah. or something uh, to give him the luck that he needs to defeat the didact and and the forerunners and carry the mantle of the of uh, responsibility.
1: Just saying, we still hate Halo Four. We're just linking it to the story. Yeah, it,
0: Continue. It, anyway. <laughs> it's very difficult to feel unique and special when you're surrounded by literally millions of other guardians identical to you. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think this is also like just quickly going off topic. Elder Scrolls Online again, oh. just. It was a pointless game because it was a, it, Elder Scrolls really dropped there because there was no story unique to you they,
0: and making you the hero. They dropped the ball, stepped forward, fell over the ball, and ended up with a spinal injury causing them to be paralysed from the waist down. Due to the ball. Due to the ball. That's the, <laughs> you know, the ball that they dropped. So, Bungie Activision. Um,
1: what I would say is, in future DLC... No no, no, no. no. Hold uh, on. Well, can, can first we, of
0: all, free DLC, yes. Can we can we can we just first of all talk about what um what why what we need. I, I, I would like to say that we need some free DLC for everyone. Free DLC, by the way. Activision, free DLC for everybody. Um, that finishes the story. <laughs> if if Destiny say, look, we know we fucked up and we're really sorry about that, here we go. Here's DLC with 25 30 40 50 missions which give you a story now, and
1: not just in the same bloody areas as last yeah, time yeah it's
0: not a case of reuse the same map same principles you can't you no. can't do that and it's also not a case now of we're limited on time we can't do that it's now a case of the only things you're doing in these weekly patches or monthly patches is changing balancing and fixing a couple of glitches. Now you have the time. You can go back, revisit these missions and say, look, we know we know we fucked up and everyone has acknowledged that for 2 years, but we want this game to succeed and we want this to be a 10-year franchise. So what we're going to do is apologize to our fan base by giving them exactly what they need to stay a fan base. Hmm. Yeah. And they can do that now. And why they haven't done that is beyond me. Is well, Activision literally holding a leash around Bungie's throat saying, no, you will not release free content. We will not allow it. Is that's what happening? Because I genuinely, I, Activision needs to, to loosen up on Bungie if that's the case, because they are killing a fan base that could be massive.
1: Well, yeah, but destiny, I, you know, I think we all hyped for it. I hyped for it in the sense that it was an MMO, um, RPG FPS, which it was the first of its kind, you know, Never before had there been a proper first-person shooter, massively multiplayer online, open world, exploration. You know, you are the hero. And that is how they advertised it. You yeah. are the hero. You are the, the legend. The,
0: the, the catchphrase of the... Or what was it? Tagline of the game. Become legend. legend. I never felt like a legend. I felt like a soldier. I felt Yeah. I, well, I felt like a completely pointless, worthless...
2: In a faceless army.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so we'll... We'll leave off the story for a moment. Well, okay, yeah, this is...
0: okay. No, you were, were, were going to say something about uh, about what they need to do in future DLC. Yeah, to, so to... in future
1: DLC, I th- I believe that at least one like one DLC should be focused on the Exo Stranger. Returning and providing a new threat oh, in shit. a different solar system. Yeah,
0: what happened okay? to her? <laughs> she, yeah. just disappeared she just and disappeared and never returned. She
1: disappeared and never returned. But if she was to suddenly stumble, like teleport back at the, te- the speaker while you're there and stumble and say while you're Look, in the there's, toilet. there's a brand new <laughs> there's a new threat um, over the entire universe oh, they yeah. will wipe everything how out how cool would it be if... come with me if you want to live
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how cool would that be like nobody is expecting a dlc and then they release a free dlc like uh, you know a hotfix hot which, which releases a full dlc it's mm. a big update and people are like oh what's this this is weird they log in they go on to the tower and then and the, there's a cutscene and the speaker appears in the tower and says, "You need to come with me. You're the only one who can help me, and you're you're you're, you're lies you... to you again. <laughs> <laughs> you and everyone else in the tower who plays the game are the only one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think the Exo Stranger really does need to be, um, developed more in the game. I know it's. Meant to be a strange, unique, exotic character who isn't explained, but it needs to be.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's a character which has intrigued players. What what other game
0: has had a character that just sort of talks to you and then disappears without any kind of reason?
2: I mean, really, they've had it dangling there for... Well, this is year three now. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Starting oh, it's starting year three. three. <laughs> it's been two years and we have not heard from this character. they, they just had it dangling there for so long. I mean, you think they would have done something with this stranger by now. Maybe if not if not free DLC, you would have thought they would have used it to develop oh, something. Could, for why them.
0: didn't they just use it to sell a DLC? Yeah,
2: I mean, it's right there. They've had it from the start. Exactly. Hmm. And
0: I, I don't understand why we sort of had... I understand that um, we killed Crota in, in The Dark Below. And then the Taken King is Oryx, who's Crota's father, avenging him. That that, that system was completely valid. That, okay, that continual story was but then, valid. But but why did they introduce this new story with the Hive and the Hive boss when they still had storyline from the original game that was never finished? There's, the, I mean, the Vex, we killed the heart of the Black Garden, but I'm almost certain that the Hive were there... The Hive? No, the, the Vex were there before, weren't yeah. they? I, they? They went to the Black Garden. They it went went to was like a, pil- a pilgrimage to like their god, mm. but when their god died, did all the vex die? Because I don't know. Does anyone know? I mean, Appa- clearly not. Apparent- if they're still
2: in the game, yeah, yeah, they're still in the game. Yeah, you they are still in the game they do not disappear.
1: Apparently, they were connected to a hive mind, but and that hive mind was the heart. But, yeah,
0: but then does they're still alive afterwards? Does, so that completely voids it. Does the destruction of that heart give them free will? No, and that well. If, well, it
1: can't, because well, the, it yeah, does but, not but why work.
0: Not? Why, why not? Just, why does Bungie not then say, well, how cool would it be to have an ally Vex? The Vex, they, they have free will. Most of them still hate mankind, and they're still on the side of the darkness. We can understand that. But there are a limited few who realise the error of their ways. So they're thinking, well, I've been controlled. I've been manipulated by this hive mind, and I want to fight back against it. So they join, you know, the Guardians and the Resistance. You build up your forces, and then you then you have then have to fight against, you know, the 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 foe hide, but also the sorry Hive. I, I'm, I'm vex.
2: I was I was just gonna say yeah um with the vex thing. Just an example with how you could continue that. If you're saying you got some friendly vex or something, they could lead you to where the remaining oh foe yeah. vex are. Vex and if you from. went and if you went there, you could run
0: into the stranger. Oh shit! How cool would that be? Cause then she's fighting. What if what that... if the stranger is is not fighting that, if the stranger was the hive mind? Oh fuck that. How amazing <laughs> that be? Uh, That'd the, be a bit too complicated. The stranger, the stranger the whole time was controlling them via the heart in the Black Garden. And now she has been un- unleashed from that. In even the height the the Vex sorry, the Vex. Even the Vex that hate um humans still hate the fact that they've been controlled. So they immediately turn on the stranger. But then you go to the stranger, find out this, and then you're you're like, well, I've got to kill you. you. You've been this problematic. You've been an enemy of the human race, enemy of the light. And then she comes out with this reason why she's been doing it. I don't know what reason it could be. And it would take a better game story writer than myself and Bungie, I'm afraid. But And that could just lead into a whole new horizon of yeah. they could do with it. Like bang, there's a reason why the Destiny stranger <laughs> has been trying to wipe out the human race. What if the the light, the speaker, the traveler is the the enemy? No,
1: that okay, yeah, that has been cons-
0: that has been conspired since the start. The but... traveler is the enemy, limiting the human race's potential, keeping us in the one city on Earth. The speaker is actually like the denizen of the traveler. The traveler may just be a dead orb at this point, and the speaker is saying to the people look i am connected to the traveler to manipulate people it you know using a a deity a, that be sort forced, of worship forced dictatorship exactly almost. he's a dictator and the stranger is like i know this and i was under the impression that the guardians could not be uh, unbrainwashed like like you know told the truth so i i had to wipe them out and at that point you're like this is almost going back to the ba-
1: the pre-release yes. storyline yeah. with the Crows. The Crows, um, which were... well, they can reuse that, actually. Yes, yeah, Using I the ecstatic
0: stranger. Was it, was it you who said earlier, who was talking about the, the Crows and the, the Queen's brother and how he was used in, the, in that original trailer?
2: Oh, yeah, you would expect that he was sort of...
0: Well, you can
1: maybe say
2: that he the Crows could be some sort of resistance of guardians I that think, have
1: realised well, the, the cr- truth. The Crows, yeah. in, in the pre-release yeah. story, the Crows were... A group of um, exiled guardians turned mercenaries, essentially, um, who lived out in the cosmodrome and scavenged and survived, much like the fallen. Yeah. But um, they were hostile to guardians. Well, were they
0: hostile to the fallen,
1: or were they? They were hostile to the fallen because they would die otherwise. But as in the. the queen's brother, who we see in the current game, was the leader of the crows, yeah. and you were sent to him on a story mission.
0: That's what that's what made me think that um, the, the crows might be allied with the fallen because of the uh, the queen and the House of Wolves being together or something. Quite but. possible, but
1: um, that would need an entire. Say just with the whole
2: idea of this uh, sort of vex traveler mm. sort of whole idea, I I'd say in the. Original sort of like trailer, you see the the uh, Queen's brother hold a gun to your head. Yeah, I mean just an example in like where the DLC could go. It could be that you go and seek out this band of mercenaries to help you sort of try and take out this Ranger. Like,
0: well, perhaps, perhaps the the, the crow know something. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, they know so a piece of information that they won't share with anyone they're not allied with, and the the Vex and the yeah the the Vex that are allied with um, the the Stranger or actually it it would make more sense if the stranger loses all the power over the Vex and even the Vex that are still on the side of the darkness. um, Perhaps they turn on her uh, because she's been controlling them and and they resent that fact. So they, they try and kill her, but she knows about the traveler and she has actually been trying to, to save the, you know, save people, save the human race from the speaker uh, from from the traveler, and uh, she sends you. She becomes like the new, uh, you know, her hideout becomes like maybe the new social area. That would be cool, oh, or, a diff-
1: an, well, or a different
0: different social ser- area social on area. Venus de-
1: on Venus, definitely. Yeah. Possibly with friendly Vex there and things like How that. What cool would that be? These, the thing um, the original storyline not only with the crows, but the speaker was evil. Mm.
0: He was the bad guy, and that is what you are fighting exactly. And and say the the stranger who uh, is no longer a stranger because you know about her at this point um she sends you to seek out the crows because they know a piece of information that she desperately needed to defeat the speaker and then you, you you go find the crows and obviously since they're mercenaries used to being on their own and they dis they resent guardians and you are still a guardian they you know hold the gun to your head they they're not uh, they're not your friend they could even just use that same cutscene i believe the guardian says um, why don't you just put ga- put down the gun so we can talk and the queen's brother says uh, out here in the, in the cosmodrome this is how we talk how cool is that, yeah. that that's it's so character building so we'll move on we've got the story covered
1: yeah. we've got the ages of story yeah we've got the problems of the story identified and we've been able to provide Many pathways. So ways many out. ways how they could just fix
2: it. Yeah, it's yeah. just dangling there. It's, on the string It's basically case, just
0: tying up loose ends. It's a case of Activision take any one of our suggestions, put your own spin on it, um, but don't make it shit. Yeah, just just <laughs> we need a fully just try French not story, to screw it up again. Even if we accept the fact that the original story, the uh, Dark Below story, the House of Wolves story were lackluster and kind of shit, the Taken King is lackluster, it's alright, getting better, but it's still not brilliant. If you then release a DLC with a story good enough to make up for all of that, then that is I, That's the the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum of what you need to do. But the best thing you could do right now is maybe take one of our suggestions, maybe create your own suggestion of how the story can be fixed, but go back, release free DLC, and start afresh with everyone. I'm not saying anyone with The Taken King. I'm not saying anyone with the first two DLC. I'm saying anyone who owns Destiny, vanilla Destiny, and has paid for the game deserves a full story, the full game that they paid for. So you need to go back, give them that story, no matter how much it costs you, because you have made a shit ton on this game from mis-selling it. And you have missold people content that they genuinely didn't want. So go back, fix the story, and give people what they paid for.
1: Okay, so we'll move on now from the story to the multiplayer generally. Hmm. Um, now, The Crucible is fun. Crucible's the best
0: part of yeah, Destiny. It, it, well... No, it, okay. I, I genuinely yep. think... That's my my opinion is Crucible, best part of Destiny. Do you agree, Sam? Um, at the moment, just with...
2: Me personally being...
0: Um, oh, locked out. Well, locked <laughs> out
2: by the... Um,
0: DLC locks. DLC
2: is a point where which restricts me to only the classic game modes that are available on the Crucible. If I went back onto Destiny to play it, I would just purely play Crucible because it's just... Well, it's the most fun part. If you're playing with friends on the Crucible, it's just an enjoyable experience. Yeah. You can have a laugh and just have some I mean, fun I,
0: This kind of... I suppose this is because the actual gunplay of the game, the feel of wandering around with the weapon and all these abilities that you have, that's actually quite good. Hmm. That's generally fun. Um, I think the uh,
1: multiplayer is definitely going to have to get balanced. Oh,
0: yeah. So
1: much so that it might actually have to be separate from the PvE, as in gear-wise.
0: Yeah, I know... We'll, we'll pull balancing into yeah, yeah. this, actually. I think, because... I think the multiplayer... I, I know it's the six pillars of failure, but um the multiplayer in the game is is fairly good I, and we're talking are we talking PvP or PvE multiplayer or both um PvP solely right now okay. PvP yeah okay so in in PvP um when the game first released there's there's quite a lot of maps um as the DLCs have come out there's been some you know some quite good maps although nothing i'd call particularly memorable um does anyone remember does anyone have a favorite map from destiny
2: Honestly, my favorite maps were probably just the uh, first one from the Moon, just in the first in the base game.
0: The Moon, die, the like the ones, the anomaly. Yeah, yeah the anomaly. Uh, uh, the anomaly wasn't on oh, no. that base. What, was it? No DLC one. Really? Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Oh, so I just the... mean
1: like the um, just the large like... scale control maps and things yeah, like yeah, that. The yeah. extremely yeah, large yeah. ones
2: with the, like the um, like the lunar base and everything with yeah. all the cap points inside domes and everything.
1: Personally, I prefer the, the of of um, Earth maps. Sort of, the, like, the Divide and...
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, they uh, were good, yes. Was it the... Uh, Rusted Summit. Rusted, Rusted Lands, was it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I
1: think so. I, I preferred those maps, because they had long range and short range. And,
0: and... and I think that's where Bungie Excel, actually. Uh, their, their multiplayer is uh, is fantastic. Yeah, it's they, usually on point. They've actually learned from Halo in, yeah. in terms of multiplayer, yeah. and it's... The maps are good, um, but... Uh, they the PVP tries to be um, too much like PVE, uh, which is is the main problem with it. I think um, it's this this topic is very difficult to separate from the balancing topic. No, just mix it because. Okay, so because yeah, okay, we'll we'll combine of, the two two yeah, pillars. We'll have, of, we'll have the five pillars of failure. A lot of
1: the PVP pro- um, is is balance wise. It's balance-wise. yeah, it, all the problems are balanced are balances because. The, all weapons are either too weak in PvE or too strong in PvP. Good
0: examples of this are
1: Thorn and Bad Juju, yeah, essentially. Yeah, bad,
0: bad Juju um, is, is, is a good example. Um, and I, I'm not talking about, like, most legendary weapons are fine. Um, the, the Shadow Price, for example, which was a Vanguard weapon from the original, like, the vanilla game. Uh, you could use that in PvE. It would be pretty effective and quite useful. Uh, and then you could take that into PvP, and it would probably be equally effective um, in that. But yeah. when the real problems start, is the exotic weapons, I think.
2: I mean, most of the problems in balancing were with the exotic weapons. Uh, I mean, there were some, obviously, that came later. I mean, like Fellwinter's Lies, an example, sort of just. I wasn't really balancing, it was just problems with the stats on like, the base stats. But still, it was many of the exotics, as you say, like Badjuju's um, like special effect was that if you killed an enemy, it instantly reloaded. Yeah, uh, which was extremely useful in PVE if you hundreds were killing hordes of enemies. Of enemies. Hundreds yeah, hundreds of enemies.
0: The thrower, for example, when when they kept kept running at you, it was incredible for that because you could just plow through them all without reloading. So,
2: but then say again when you go back onto the PVP, there was a max of possibly five, but six yeah. people on you the enemy had team. Maybe eight people per team, so yeah. sixteen people in or the something like game. that. And its, like, special effect was only... Well, it was a limited use, really. As in, it wasn't really super helpful, because by the time that you'd killed someone, it was usually unlikely that there was going to be more than two people. that were If if you come across
0: two people in PvP, you're probably going to die before either of them.
2: Yeah, essentially. Unless it's 1v1, you are most likely going to die.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So, overall, PvP is good
0: like ma- okay, good yeah. map and good play- gameplay it's fun but when we get into the you know when when your entire enemy team is using stupidly broken weapons for the in the PVP you get absolutely shit on and you can't do anything about it because you don't have as good weapons which brings us on to the uh, topic that Dan mentioned which is that PvE and PVP are one and the same, almost, since they're just saying, oh yeah, use your character from PvP, in PvE, and vice versa. You are, you know, the same Guardian, which obviously you need to be. You need to be able to customise your character and have your playstyle be interpreted in PvE and PvP. But where the problem lies is that you can't have the exotic weapons be designed for one and work well in the other which is where for example the the, the weapon galhorn which is incredible in pve or was incredible in pve but then when you transpose that to pvp it's not nearly as good it's just sort of you know uh, as good as any other rocket launcher which had tracking um and that is what exactly what i mean the last word is another example you can fanfire for days you can shoot 12 shots off in the space of time that a normal hand cannon would take to shoot off two shots and absolutely destroy players in pvp but then take the last word into pve and you've got a hand cannon that can shoot shots a little bit quicker um and that doesn't really matter against pve enemies because you're not having them shoot back at you with equal damage because in pvp you can't have PvE weapons. No other game has tried to do this because they know it would fail. Like, um, you're... For example, Dan, you, you were saying earlier, it's it, it can't work. You have to separate those. And how well, is the real question? I, I,
1: I believe that the way that they could do it is have your three um, single-player guardians. Okay? So you have your three... Possible Guardians to go into the camp... The As you would now, okay? Have that the same. In Crucible, take it to a different director. Take it to a different galaxy map, okay? So as we have the director currently with all the planets and everything there, and Crucible is one of the circles, Mm -hmm. if you clicked on Crucible, it would take you to an entirely different map, essentially, of the different um game modes on there right and if you press start in that screen okay it would take you it would essentially have your guardian with crucible gear well as in you there would be an entirely different set and set of armor and weapons available like to you like a whole separate like entire i
0: i i think it, yeah i think the way to explain that is um <clears throat> Because you know, right at the moment, if if you do that, you press start and and you go to Crucible and you're thinking, what the fuck? I look completely different. What's happened? Hmm. You go. It, it's a new social area. Okay, the hub for Crucible is social area. Yes, okay?
1: that would be a good idea. You go
0: to this social area, and what you find is um, a central reservation where where you sort of uh, mingle with other Guardians, and uh, you know you can see them increase. You know, making the MMO sort of aspect to Destiny more complete and more interesting um but it you it doesn't really matter what that is but then you have the three halls okay um and maybe even four halls so you have one for dead orbit one for new monarchy one for future war cult and then one for vanguard or crucible for example the crucible handler now you can either just play the crucible you can play crucible um allegiance uh, which is yeah the equivalent of not uh, putting yourself in for one of the factions or you can dedicate yourself to one of the three factions and through those factions handlers for example um Lakshmi 5 I think it is uh Executor Hideo and then I can't remember the dead orb is guy's name but then Lord Stax or Shax uh, the crucible handler they would provide you with the gear that you used in the Crucible. Now, I always imagined that the Crucible was the equivalent of gladiators fighting in an arena. Now, I always imagine that um, if the three factions and then the Vanguard had rivalries with one another, you would then go into the Crucible to represent your faction. You would be on a team with other members of your faction or other gamers. It could be sort of random players and it doesn't really matter, but your faction could outfit you. At the moment, my character on Destiny, I've got sort of new monarchy. I've got the exotic um, class item for the new monarchy. And my armor shader is the new monarchy. And I'm wearing like three pieces of new monarchy gear. If your crucible gear was provided to you by your faction and every single person's gear had exactly the same, ex- uh, not exotic perks, but, you know, armor stats. perks. It's same stats, yeah. same defense. Okay. Okay. Flat defense at 50% of your PVE thing. Uh, so your armor would be perhaps, what? what's the maximum PVE? No,
1: what what I would say with the gear, is, is, personally, is have a baseline set of ge- armor. Yeah, okay. this is, that's through, what I meant. Through I, 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 working in the Crucible, you would unlock like higher rarities of
0: armor I, I'm okay, thinking, with higher defenses. I'm thinking you have armor with maybe a flat rate of 150 defense, and everybody has that and everybody yeah, okay. is given that when you when you enter the crucible that's the army you are forced to wear you have to wear that mm. but as you progress throughout the crucible and you get better and better at the game and you win matches and get Poss- points, possibly a ranking system as well you, yeah okay that. so you would that's pretty cool yeah sort of like the call of duty leveling system or the battlefield system where which um as you progress higher up, you you get like a more regal like name sounding Mm. kind of thing. Like if you're with the new monarchy, you could become overlord, super supreme leader of the new monarchy. But I was thinking thinking that um, this armor, it it doesn't matter what the defense is. But everyone's armor is the same defense. And as you level up, you get packages in which there are different looking armor pieces. Different looking armor different pieces, possible locking, shaders. Shaders. Locking. Yeah. And shade, yeah, shaders which could transpose between your crucible and the main yeah, game that's... because Shaders don't affect you know defense yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. But the armor could look. You could have really cool armor. Incredibly cool armor that other people would see in the crucible. But that would be your crucible gear. You would set up your PvE gear, but then you would also have the option to switch to a different screen to change your crucible gear, which would be Completely different. Perhaps in you know, your PVE gear has the rarities, and then you click on it and it has a black, uh, white background. Yeah. But if you click on the Crucible gear, it has a red background because that is where you fight. You fight yeah. in the Crucible, and it's a red background. So,
1: right. So to wrap up, I, I, Crucible has no major problems I, other than balancing. I
0: think, I think we need to. We need to kind of. I, I, Can I
1: just bothered. go
2: one point further on this? With just saying with the problem with balancing that we we're mixing in with this. Um, could you say that you could even split, if you're splitting it with crucible armor and things, could you have crucible exclusive exotics? Yes. And yeah, obviously weapons yes. available, as in that can go with that, that are just uh, perhaps like random things that you can get when again, they... you might level up or. And, yeah,
1: yeah, but can they can also be and... faction based. Yeah. A new monarchy is like auto exactly, rifle when
0: you exactly. get to yeah. level 20 of like or rank 20. And, and what I, I would recommend is that um, you have. Weapons designed purely to be balanced in the crucible and the pve weapons don't have to be nearly as balanced as the crucible ones You can have the the reason borderlands is great and such ridiculous game is because you have weapons that are Insanely powerful and like the rarest weapons in the game are stupidly powerful But it doesn't matter because it's pve and you're never going to use those against another player So if Bungie sort of make whatever they want in pve within reason But then, in the Crucible, they look at the balancing that uh, Infinity Ward and Treyarch do for their Call of Duty games, and have the games... Hey, Activision, you can probably help with that. Yeah, Activision, you're good at that. (laughs) Exactly,
2: it's right there with the developer. Exactly, you
0: can balance the weapons in and around themselves, because you'd have named weapons limited to the Crucible. Because, like, we talked about armour, and how, you know, with that faction, you'd level up, you'd get armour that was... Designed for that faction and that faction would be the storyline would be that you have been employed by that faction You've dedicated yourself to that faction and they employ you provide you with the gear that you need to then go out and fight and any Glimmer um, Engrams and stuff you could get in, in in the crucible as rewards would then transpose over to the PvE but as you progress Through the crucible you get cooler gear you get better gear but it's the same defense and that doesn't change and the skills don't change it's purely cosmetic and i think people would still you know people would still have a reason to play they would really have a reason to play crucible yeah and then you could have faction wars quite easily simple as that. monthly
1: um events like iron banner where the more you participate the more points you get in your faction or for your faction and the ...faction with the most points wins. That that was
0: something very interesting with the Elder Scrolls Online... ...was that you could choose a different faction. What what were they three? Like, Um, the Ebon Heart Pack? The Ebon
1: Heart Pack, the Elder Emery Dominion, and the Dagenfall Covenant. That idea, and especially the PvP aspect... ...taking from MMOs like Dark Ages of Camelot and things like that... ...it really brought out the MMO genre. And I believe that Destiny, if they did faction wars... ...it would really revive Crucible. Mm.
0: And maybe every time they have this faction war... The reward you know you know what the reward is it could be either i would recommend it would probably be a pvp uh, sorry a pve reward that you get from that so you can show it off in pve and raids and strikes and that kind of thing um but you would know what that is so at the moment now with rise of iron coming out soon we've been advertising it with the galahorn uh, coming back what if every month they had this new or every other every six months for example they had this new um cool exotic uh which was a case of it's really cool you really want it and the only way to get that exotic is to participate in the faction war to a certain extent and have your faction win
1: yeah well i I think well i'm sorry to link to the mainstream gaming here but um pokemon go i believe that they're planning to do that for legendary pokemon as well Um, you know, you're going to an event or a game and you you battle for your team and then whichever team wins, that team gets the legendaries or whoever participates get the legendaries. That idea and that mindset is proven to work in other games.
0: Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, Sam, do you have anything to add?
2: Um, I think we've pretty much covered all the uh, problems. Well, well, so basically, I mean, with PvP, it's sort of like a yeah. lack of problems, apart yeah. from the real balancing. But with both of those aspects, um, I think we've shown the outline of the problems and how it's probably best to fix
1: them. So, in, in conclusion, for multiplayer, it's you've got no problems other than balancing, but that yeah. can be fixed by having a separate gear system. Yeah,
0: you, you can't have PvE and PvE use... PvP and PvE <laughs> PvE mixed. and PvP have the same armour and weapons. It can't work, it, it has not worked, and that needs fixing.
2: And if you just simply split that, then it's practically fixed, so
1: yeah. Um, and then on top of that, ideas for future modes and DLC content yeah, I
0: mean, would be faction wars, exactly. And all we've, all we've really done there is um, tell them that, yeah, you know, explain that you can't have PVE and PVP be the same, yeah. and then give them a, like a storyline, a reason to separate yeah. that. Um, and and all, you, all that needs is um it's, that could very simply be introduced couldn't it yeah that's, that's quite that's not difficult um Okay, so we've, we've covered three pillars. Yep. Um, um, we, or, sorry about the length of this, but we told you. Well, Destiny no, needs Destiny
1: some, needs fixing. And Destiny if it, it means it really a long does. podcast, then that means a long podcast. Now, we, so, already,
0: we thank you if you've stuck in it for this long. <laughs> we're on uh, the fourth pillar now.
1: Oi, Bungie, you better be listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyone
0: from Bungie or Activision, please.
1: Yeah, we really need, like, even the community. If you guys are able to share this to the rest of the community and get our voices heard... Okay, these ideas could change the way that Destiny is run, for the better. Yeah, and, you know? and please
0: send us emails with your thoughts and your opinions. Yes, and we can really. probably make a follow-up episode to this in the future where we just respond to your thought and we and we we put it in into words, probably less good than your English, <laughs> but let's let's do it. Let's let's use this as a medium to share your voices and send that to the developers and the publishers because one voice one voice is not that interesting and people um don't listen to that and they disregard it and there's arguments within the community but if we all stand behind one banner we can the iron banner (laughs) if we stand behind the iron banner we can send a message to the developers saying no we need this we we want want. this and this is what but bungie has tried to do that before
1: you know, Griff Ball and things like... in Infection. Mm. They were modes based from community oh, they ideas. They
0: community ideas. They used community and, game modes. And me- they forged... Intend <laughs> the pun. They, <laughs> they forged the <a> community <laughs> from nothing. Um, and now they've failed to do that. With well,
1: it, it's Destiny. either a failure or Activision's on the leash again.
0: Yeah, we, so we don't know. we'll move on. Um, to loot. To loot... The most exciting part of a MMO.
1: Now, I I propose the following idea. Okay. Exotics are not exotic.
0: Full stop. Exotics are not exotic.
1: Uh, Exotics are not exotic. They need another rarity on top of that. Probably mythic, which can be red. Um, And basically, it's just... uh, They need to be able to have... Well... Let's take it back, right the way back to the first advertising. Yeah. Exotics were extremely rare. Yeah, they were, they were supposed to be really rare. Now every single character has one.
0: Yeah. I, every I, single I character. Anyone who's who's played the game for more than, what, in 24 hours has at least one exotic. Oh, definitely. One. Probably more. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this is where we can say, if they added a myth... like We actually discussed this um, earlier to, to a system that could fix this...
0: Yeah, there is so no uniqueness the to the game. What we've got, we've got colours, we've got uh, white, we've got green, we've got blue, we've got purple, we've got yellow,
1: yellow, gold. So what about I, red? I bl- yeah, I think it should go a deep red, okay, hmm. and have it, the system being that, um, well, let's say 250 players, completely at random, okay, per month, are selected. Now, these are active players who have at least played in the past two weeks, okay, Okay. at the time of randomization. So, it's,
0: it's not a case of you log in and then you end up with, like, a mythic weapon and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah,
1: no, it's... it's you have to be a recent player of at least two weeks, okay, okay. and...
0: Well, two weeks? Perhaps even... you have to have played it since the reset. Uh,
1: I'd say that would be pushing it a bit too far because of speci- a month... Well, yeah, um, but if you put so, it at,
0: at just before the next reset, yeah, okay. Have it on the the Monday night, yeah. the draw. Yeah.
1: So, what we'd do is have a set number of players, okay, get randomised to receive a mythic quest.
0: And um, we're talking quest, not bounty. Yeah.
1: Right. And now this is like the bounty, but not as grindy. You know, some of the bounties were kill this boss or yeah. pay in like 99 was,
0: special ammo actually a lot packages. of them were strikes and quests that we'd already done plus one extra boss that sort of like appeared out of nowhere
1: yeah so, so there was no storyline behind them at mm, all so if there could be a storyline much like um the necrochasm that started off as a story the necrogasm yeah that 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 yeah, it kind of did. Yeah. It had Although a story it generally.
0: Really, it wasn't much of an introduction. No, but the, the description and of it was, told a story. There's far too much reading for the average player. Um, mm. Destiny relies a lot <laughs> on it. a lot on reading. To, reading. To, to get a story out there. Uh Grimoire cards and then um, the quest like introduction things are all just text. I think most games would probably have somebody at the very least read it out. Mm. Yeah, I
2: mean, you buy a game to play, not to just sit there and read for, like, two hours. I bought this so, game to
0: read, not to lead. We'll continue. <laughs>
1: um, so you get a mythic quest, and you get that item. The mythic items will be like exotics, but, okay? exotic. but actually exotic, because the those items will never be able to... Get received can again. again. Only those two hundred and fifty people, or who were whoever, can get that one item for that one and week.
0: What we're talking about is is what this could be. Is the advertising point could be, yeah, the chance to get uh, a mythic weapon more powerful than any other in the game. That that kind of thing. The weapon is like we think that certain exotics are stupidly powerful, and uh, we're right. A lot of them are stupidly powerful, um, but. We're talking. This mythic weapon would carve through enemies like butter. Um, obviously, now, obviously, this is only after PVP and PVE are yeah, separate. Imagine yeah. somebody comes into the into the crucible with a mythic weapon, and everyone else just gets dissolved. Yeah. I just <laughs> so
1: say it has to be PVE only. Yeah. The thing is, we can make this so much faster for Bungie mm-hmm. because
0: there oh, are commu- shit, there yes. are
1: communities such as. Kazakhs HD on YouTube. Uh, who... Is it Kakis? Oh, Kakis, sorry. Yeah, Kakis HD. Uh,
0: we'll, we'll, put the, we'll put a link in the description because we want to credit everything that we say, uh, if we can. Um, yeah, he, yeah, his videos, they're He, really he good? has
1: a, com- a, a very large community creating exotic weapons and having art done for them. Yes, like the, if you, the if,
0: designs are already there. Yeah,
1: if Bungie <laughs> was able to reach out to them and just, you have, what, Five years worth of mythic weapons there, How... just for the taking. So,
2: no, I'm just saying, I mean it's just exactly as we were saying before. It's yet another thing that Bungie the... and Activision have just dangling on the string in front of them yeah. that people have just made we're this community it for. It's just no one's and, and taking And
0: that's it. that's the most interesting thing. Remember, Griffball is um, is a, a community made thing. Yeah, and everyone loves it when a, a game developer reaches out to the community and says, "What do you want? We'll we'll mm. do it. We we can do that." Now, um, I'll take uh, Highrise Studios and, and the the um, was it MO no MOBA um, Smite. They literally they have skins and then they have this um, sort of event each year. And if you go through all the tiers of that event, it's very um, pay to win in these events, but it, it's um, it's all cosmetic. Uh, you pay to all, get all these tiers, and then the final reward, uh, at least the, for the first year, was a community designed skin, and it was it was really really cool. Yeah. and everyone wanted it because it was community designed. Now, if every 6 months they released a mythic weapon for a very select few people. Yeah. And they had that weapon be designed by the community. Have a uh, have yeah, one person have their design chosen at, like not random, but the best design that in that 6-month period be chosen, made balanced kind of but not so much balanced because... to an
1: extent in pve it will not be going to pvp yeah, it, it can't be a pvp that definitely not. that would just be
0: so ridiculous. you can have like this kind of weapon that freezes bosses for example you shoot a boss and it's frozen you can't use the weapon again Whew. for that boss fight but it's frozen for a certain amount of time and then uh, you can carry on shooting it that's it, like, immediately people are like oh that's ridiculous you can't do that it's ridiculous we have a power but it needs to be it needs to be, to have these weapons stand out. That's but, what exotic weapons were supposed to be.
1: But the thing is, just I have I've myself have just taken a step back and went, wow, that will be overpowered and yeah, broken. But thinking about it, having a boss stand still for five seconds and then not being able to use
0: it for the rest of that time... Yeah, I mean, that will... You know, in that five seconds, you can do a stupid amount of damage, like yeah. a mythic amount of damage. Yeah,
1: but it's not broken because you're not freezing them like for 10 seconds where everyone's gonna blow everything up on them or empty their entire heavy ammo into
0: it imagine if instead of releasing the galahorn as an exotic in in the rise of iron they said that the galahorn is going to be as it was in year one but it's going to be a mythic and it's going to be max power rank but it's a mythic weapon the galahorn was incredible it's the kind of thing that i believe in the first week of the house of wolves coming out there was a fire a solar burn. On the final boss mission, called uh, Skolas the yeah. the defiled or something, <laughs> and uh,
1: Galahorn.
0: yeah, and everyone. If everyone used Galahorn, you could fire three shots at him and he would die.
1: Yeah,
0: straight out, immediately. Now, if 250 people in the entire Destiny community got Galahorn, it would be that that weapon. If people see it. That person gets thousands of messages saying, "Can you help me with this raid? Can you help me with this strike?" Etc. 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 It's that kind of thing, and that's what mm. Exotics needed to be, and that's what we kind of thought that they would be originally. So I think that the Mythic system should be
1: extremely rare to a select amount of people on a select um, time period. Okay, it's like every. So there'll be a draw every month to a select amount of people I mean, who are randomly
0: it, generated by their user IDs. Leave it up to whoever um, whoever has this kind of power to decide timescales and sort of everything.
1: Or help, please contact us, we'll gladly yeah, step we'll do in it and for help you. out. <laughs> we'll do it for you, I'll tell you what, we'll yeah, do it for yeah, you. Yeah, we will happily step in and help out with any of the ideas if you do plan to take these on. Um...
0: um But, uh, yeah, uh, we were actually talking about this earlier, and Dan uh, made a good point, actually. He said that uh, as DLC and stuff comes out, since so few people are getting these weapons, they need to be on par with the the maximum possible attack, or at least upgradable, quite.
1: Well, no, what I would say is they are max-upgraded by default.
0: Due to a few technical difficulties, we've had to cut the episode a little short. Uh, It was already running far, far over time, so we're going to have to split it into two separate episodes Uh, The second part of the Destiny episode will be uh, released next month uh, as as the usual schedule and uh, I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.